It's in the danger zone. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Ooh, sorry. No, sorry. We're sorry, we're laughing. It's just that was bad timing. Hello, everyone, um, and welcome to a BIH special podcast. I'm joined by David from Hockey Fever, or Hockey Fever if you're pronouncing it in English. Um, so, David, uh, h- how are you doing? And tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into ice hockey. Uh, thank you for having me. I'm, I'm really glad to be a part. Um, yeah, my name is David and I'm from Sweden. I, um, I was getting into hockey when, uh, oh, it started off when I was uh, really young, all from the beginning, ever since I was going for my first hockey game, I was like hooked, you know, first, first I did go, uh, uh to a soccer game and, after like uh, 50 minutes, I was falling asleep. So when I get way to the hockey game, I thought, okay, this is it. This is what we should do. So that's that's actually all all the way from the beginning, how I became uh, in love in this, with the sport and so on. And uh, then I started in February uh, 2021. Uh, this YouTube channel after a long time talking to a friend of mine that I wanted to do it because I'm a super nerd in hockey and um, I wanted to do something I haven't myself seen from my country Sweden because I wanted to bring you know all the good hockey players all the good hockey heroes from uh, say different countries, not uh, bad countries, but the smaller hockey nations with the big passion for hockey. So uh, that was my basic idea from the beginning. So I brought uh, a friend of mine, Martin, with me, and uh, he's actually gonna uh, quit the YouTube channel, but uh, I will absolutely continue. So I uh, I absolutely love doing what I do. That's the fast uh, version of how I came into this. Brilliant, brilliant. So um, t- tell us a bit about what people can find on your YouTube channel um, in relation to hockey. You've obviously mentioned some of the smaller countries there. Do you do, is it mainly interviews or is it clips and highlights or, or what? what? Um the, the most part uh, recently have been uh, that I have interviews. Uh, so I um, try to um, meet up in, in real, but uh, very often now, uh, considering the situation, I do it uh, on Teams or, uh, or uh, yeah, on the computer, so to say. So, and I also try to find uh, not only Swedish, uh, players so I try to find for example people from France uh, UK 
I've tried for a long time now uh, getting in touch to players in Spain. It's really hard because uh, they have a hard time uh, answering, answering me back in English. So I have actually uh, contacted friend, two friends of mine that uh, can speak Spanish so they can explain what I want to do. <laughs> really? Well, that's, that's, that's a really interesting thing because obviously a lot of people, they associate hockey with Canada and then in Europe it's more Finland, Sweden, Norway, that sort of, and Russia and, and Czech Republic. And yeah. yeah. So it's interesting to hear that you're trying to reach out to this, like countries like Spain where there's maybe not that many ice rinks and, and not that many hockey players and, and sort of get their perspective on things. So what's been the sort of most obscure country you've spoken to so far about hockey? Um, not directly that I have spoke directly to them, but the, actually the first episode I ever had on the YouTube channel was about um, first presenting, of course, the whole channel. But I had a, um, a one episode uh, about... Uh, team from uh, Netherlands, uh, Holland, uh, Tilburg uh, Trappers that plays, uh, plays in the third division uh, Germany Oberliga. Right, okay. Uh, and I, I spoke about their ice arena. I gave all the history about uh, how many titles they have won, how it became that they changed the league to the uh, Dutch, to, to the German, and that they actually, for the three first seasons in Germany, won the Oberliga. So I, I wanted uh, I, I once again show that uh, the ones that doubt that certain countries don't, don't, can not deliver good hockey it's just a myth because, you know, maybe I, I don't say that it's wrong, but it's so easy to just consume the hockey that's so easy to uh, get. But it's so much good hockey that you cannot get reach of if you doesn't not search for it yourself. Right. OK. Yeah, that, that, that kind of makes sense. And that's, that's a really cool thing to do. I mean, we... I guess um, in our little circle aren't that obscure as the university in, in Britain, but you know, in terms of university hockey in Britain, but I guess to all, you know, the rest of Europe were pretty obscure. So how did you, how did you find the British university ice hockey club? Because uh, ice hockey association, because you essentially reached out to us at the new year there. Yeah. Uh, I have actually, I've begun, uh, I think many think that I, I'm a strange guy. I, I, I used to send to every uh, club I get reach of and uh, present myself and without no expectation from my side, but I want them to know who I am. So I think maybe uh, sometimes people think I'm kidding with them, but I'm actually serious. So answer your question, I reached out to uh, I think the team was Kent Knights. All right. Uh, so uh, uh, that was my first uh, first uh, uh, contact with the, uh, um, the British Ice Hockey University Association uh, as a team, but they actually didn't uh, 
answer me back. So I just thought, okay, take it a little bit more time because I every year now I will have a UK streaming series. So I wondering wondered if they would uh, like to be a part of it, but uh, I didn't get so many answers. So I continue searching for other British players. Cool, cool. Um, yeah, and Kent, incidentally, probably the, the club that's got the easiest pathway to, to Europe, um, being nearest the, the Channel Tunnel. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, so that's, that's the answer of, of the question, how I came in uh, contact uh, of your, uh, uh, your group or uh, your organization, so to say. Cool, cool. And... Um, you mentioned obviously when you uh, when you sent your message that you'd listen to the podcast a bit and, and and that sort of thing. So did you sort of just track from finding the B- the BIHE Instagram etc. Just sort of track back and, and catch a couple of episodes and did yeah you- yeah because yeah. you know I'm a big fan of British uh, ice hockey. So I I think I will not say I'm the. Uh, that I'm the biggest expert in any way because it's so many guys and and it's uh, some newspapers that have some articles about uh, British ice hockey, but it could be more. So uh, whatever I can do, even if I'm not a big channel at all, uh, I will do it uh, whatever I can to bring a knowledge in every level or aspect of uh, British hockey. Okay, and and how did you how did you become a fan of British hockey in general? Then uh, I liked um, if if you take for example I'm Swede uh, when you look at the Swedish leagues uh, the two highest leagues they play really um, organized and uh, fast pace and everything is think through and you know exactly what to do and sometimes it, it it i will not say it's boring but you know they are like uh, machines uh, like they are know exactly what to do and uh, of course they are pros but what i think is uh, uh, what i like about the british hockey is uh, it's more uh, openly uh, it's fast pace and uh, you can feel the feeling of big heart or even if it's uh, a, a team that are put in the lower part of, of the uh, table, still they come out fighting and it's really, really great to see, I think. So, and I, then I don't only speak of uh, the elite uh, ice hockey league. So I mean, also the lower teams. I look actually on the mornings before my kids wake up. I sit with coffee and look at YouTube and take it on my TV. So uh, take as much time as I can. Cool, cool. And have you have you um, have you found any of our uh, the university nationals feeds on there yet? Uh, uh, actually. Uh, I haven't, so that's uh, still some uh, morning times with coffee to to be. Well, that's it. There's a, it's, there's a lot of a long uh, a lot of footage of that. Um, the commentary yeah. is a bit ropey on it as well. I have to I have to see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
yeah, that, that's that's good. Now, the other thing I wanted to I wanted to ask you about about your the name of your your uh, your site or your YouTube channel is Hockey Hockey Fever. If it's if it's British or Hockey Fever, I'm I'm butchering the pronunciation. Hockey Fever. If Fever. 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 Um, did you know there's a? I, I only just found this out about two seconds before you joined the call. But did you know there's a a a, a Norwegian film called Hockey Fever? Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, it's funny because the Instagram account is the uh, part where I have the most followers, uh, and um, I have a big amount of Norwegian followers. Right. Okay. So. Uh, and I'm also a big fan of Norwegian hockey, so uh, <laughs> the, I have lived really close to the border of Norway, so I understand uh, Norwegian absolutely perfect, and uh, I have uh, uh, seen a lot of Norwegian hockey, so uh, I think they are happy. I had my Christmas uh, calendar, I had some different players every day. So I have from Salzburg Warriors. And uh, yeah, you know, it, 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 people get happy when I, I bring up some, some uh, good stuff from Norway. So I have a, a couple of Norwegian followers. Really, really. And, and, and I, I don't know, I've never, I've never watched this movie because I just literally found out there was a film called this. Um, is, it, is it what, have you seen it yourself, the, the film, or are you, or would you recommend yeah, that? Yeah, uh, I. It was a long time ago, but I the 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 film is about uh, an actual team that are existing uh, even today in the highest league. Uh, it is Mangelrud Star. So uh, I I am not the right guy to give uh, give a complete uh, uh, version of what the movie are exactly so it was a long time but they, that's the main thing that it's about that team and they play some games and it's high pace and you know you hear the uh, audience they scream you know it's it's great it's great for a sunday morning with coffee <laughs> right. and then do, do you um do you play hockey yourself um I, that was my biggest dream when I was a little kid to play hockey. So I lived out in the um, uh, outside of um, of the town. So it was a long time uh, to go into the city, and they have had no hockey uh, team. But every winter, uh, me and my brothers, we had the lake just downside our house. So we was building our own goalie nets and I was always being the goalie because my brothers didn't want the puck on their body because uh, they, they thought it was too much pain because we didn't have any protection. So, <laughs> Well, that, was, that would be quite painful. If, uh, you're yeah, like, it was uh, my, my hands, my knees and my uh, upper body was uh, terrible to look at. <laughs> and then you, you mentioned, I think you mentioned you had, you had kids there. Are they interested in hockey or are they they got other kids mm. are interested in? Yeah, I have. Um, uh, actually, my wife is a big, uh, when we met, uh, she was more of a hockey fan. And now, so I would say that um, 
my wife is and my two daughters is uh, well, I have one that is two and one is five uh, but uh, she absolutely knows of my YouTube channel and actually been a uh, part once so uh, I will do my very best to bring on the uh, hockey fever brilliant and um, well that's what I like to hear that there's going to be future generations involved in that especially um, the the women's game it's always it's always there's there's plenty of male hockey players but we need we need to keep growing the women's game because um, it's exciting stuff as well and um, yeah in terms of uh, if, in terms of Sweden um, obviously uh, we some of our players and stuff they like to go on hockey related holidays and things is there any sort of hidden gems in Sweden any really good places to go and watch a game that people would you know people know of Stockholm and and the like but would is there anywhere you'd recommend for a game that people wouldn't think of? Um, yeah, I would, I would actually <clears throat> say a, t- um, a place where I believe. So it's many, th- I think, that can say the opposite. But when you ask me, I would say um, a place called, uh, a city called Kalskoga. They have a, co- uh, a team called Big Kalskoga. And uh, they play in uh, uh, not the newest hockey arena, but um, it's a good atmosphere and they have a strong fan base and it's a long tradition and they were very proud to representing the Hockey Allsvenskan. And I would actually say that in many parts, uh, if I have to choose of those two leagues, I would say that uh, hockey as Svenskan is actually a little bit more fun because it's more like the British. It's more open. It's more hard. It's, uh, you know, yeah. dedication. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot to be said for the slapdash style of British hockey as opposed to this yeah. regimented European affair. <laughs> but if I have to ask, uh, answer your question, I would say to go to Karlskoga. Um, it's, it's a great place if you haven't haven't seen Swedish hockey before and you don't want to go to the biggest giants in Sweden in Stockholm or Gothenburg or for any other place, go to Kaskuga and you will not be disappointed. Yeah, oh, well, I'll keep, I'll keep that in mind. I've, I've only been to Sweden once. I went to Stockholm, but it was when the NHL was there. So I saw the, saw the Sabres getting beaten by the, the Lightning and in, um, in the Globe in Stockholm. Yeah. Um, Actually, I wanted to go to that game because um, um, I've always been and I will never change. I'm a big Sabres fan. Oh, me too. Uh, for yeah. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah, so that was that was why I went because it, it was the first time I'd ever got the chance to actually see them play live um, in person um, and they lost both games. Um, so um, they stuck to their their usual uh, style of losing everything, so that was that was fair yeah. But it have felt a little bit better this season. They opened it really nice, and so it, it have happened so many things. Uh, so I uh, many times I'm uh, I'm always prepared that everybody gonna talk shit about the Sabers, uh, but uh, I think. If they have some seasons with uh, not too many changes, I think they have a chance of building something good. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and they've got, of course, they've got that Swedish link with uh, like Dallin and and as it uh, Golovson, Aslund or yeah, Olofsson or yeah. So they've got yeah. a good uh, a good Swedish Swedish link there as well. So that's that's yeah. that's interesting. I did not expect to to hear from a fellow Savers fan. Um, on no, <laughs> neither did I. Neither did I. <laughs> um. Do, the other thing I was going to ask you about, and you might not know much about this, but um, some of our our girls that I coach um, have started to take up um, bandy because Britain's got a team now. Is that is that quite a big thing in Sweden? Is that something that you... Absolutely. That's one of the, I would say, biggest culture sports that you can ever, if you want to... Um, feel the history of Swedish sports, uh, Bandy will be right up there with uh, at the top, of course. Absolutely. And is that something that you follow as well, or is it just, you just know it's there? And you... uh, I know it's there, and it's too, too much ice for me, and they just skate, and, I, you know, so... <laughs> Uh, but I, uh, my, my father actually have um, been a bandy player when he was young, and he was a goalie, uh, and he have also been a sponsor for a bandy team. So I have it in my family, but it's too much time. Fair enough. Fair enough. So you pre- obviously. So, but in the town where I live, uh, uh, they have a really. Uh, uh, a, a team that plays in the second division of Sweden, uh, Baltic, and uh, they was really big in the 80s and they have actually built a new arena. So I think it will be great for the fans to be able to see their team um, um, at, on, uh, on the side of the ice now. So, so if, to answer your question, the band is a really really uh, a big sport in Sweden. Cool, cool. Um, I know some of the some of the girls are quite excited because they've got the, the World Cup coming up. So I think it's in Sweden as well, but they've not decided mm. where it's going to be um, because they need to get an indoor arena for it because in March the snow will be melting and things. So um, yeah. yeah. That's the latest thing of uh, the sport of bandy now. Uh, to be able, as you said, to play on a, on any level, I think you have to to be able to play in a, inside a, uh, in an arena that are for inside, so the ice will not melt. But in the historical way of Bandy, uh, all the small places where they had the factories, you know, the factory workers created this Bandy teams. So when they didn't were, uh, when they w- wasn't in the factories working, they played or um, on many places they uh, had really good Bandy teams. So that's, that's the, I think, one big reason why Bandy was uh, getting so big in Sweden. Cool, cool. Um, moving back to hockey, something you're a bit more comfortable with. Um, yeah. So if I was to ask you, who who is, from your perspective, the ultimate Swedish hockey hero, who, who would you go for? I mean, I, I know it would be touted about, and I've heard this argument with loads of British people, but I want to hear it from uh, My biggest hero... Um, in my life, uh, and it will never change. Whatever 
happens. It's a player that uh, are named Ronnie Sundin. Who's sorry? Ronnie Sundin. So is that the same last name as Matt Sundin that people might be? Yeah, yeah, familiar? yeah. So, so his first name is Ronnie. Aroni, okay. So tell yeah. us a bit about Aroni Sundin then. He, is, uh, he, he was a defender. He is no longer an uh, active player. Uh, he played the most seasons for uh, Frölunda Indians. And he was a defender. He did like two goals a season. He had won... Uh, Olympic gold medal with the uh, Trikroner. Uh, he had won a uh, world championship uh, with uh, Trikroner, and he was famous for not doing the fancy stuff. But you know, he played for the shirt. So uh, when I saw him uh, the first time going to Scandinavia with my father, I I thought that's the guy. That's the guy. Really? So, yeah, yeah, that's my hero. That, that's interesting. For most people, it's Peter Forsberg or, you know, or Nasland or, or so, something like that. But to, to hear to hear somebody that's you know does the dirty work that people don't appreciate as much, that shows a true red blood yeah. fan right there. Excellent. Excellent. So if I have to give you my top three um, from my childhood, it would be also... Um, another guy called Patrick Kornbeck. Okay. He yeah. actually pl- played in NHL for the uh, Anaheim Mighty Ducks. And he was the same kind of guy as Ronnie. He he actually said in a newspaper once, I love, I love to be hated. Uh, so uh, he, he just... Every evening, even if it wasn't the nicest thing you saw, he always was bringing it to the plate. He was a fast skater. He didn't do the fancy stuff, but he was hard and he was always at the game playing 60 minutes until the bell was ringing. So it was uh, firing on all cylinders for me. Like it was the same kind of playing style as Ronnie had. So I have always liked this uh, hard kind of, not always that they need to hit and, and, and do that kind of stuff, but, you know, just play for, play for the shirt. Brilliant. Yeah, I think it's underappreciated now. You know, you've got the players that can do all the, as you say, the fancy stuff, the, you know, the good the, the stick handling. I, can't, I mean, I can't do the fancy stuff, so I never, I never know what to call anything, but... You've got no. talented players and then you, it's really the, you know, it's, it's guys like that. It's guys like, um, you know, like that, Scott Stevens yeah. and stuff like that, 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 that actually are the glue that holds the team together, essentially. So it's, it's, yeah. it's interesting to interesting to hear from someone that that's their, their hockey hero isn't the, the, you know, the usual sort of, you know, Peter Forsberg scores 100 goals or whatever. It's, it's somebody that's no. 100 goals. So. No, because I, I, I didn't knew it then, but I always like my whole life, if I ha- look at the two altern- alternatives of uh, a choice, if it's a straight road or a road that goes here and there, I always take 
the ones that aren't straight. So it's more interesting to find out what you can find. Yeah, well, that's 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 a good good philosophy, certainly. And um, yeah. So to get back to your your page and things, um, and to give it a bit of a, a bit of a plug because we've talked about various Swedish things. Um, yeah. Um, you if people are looking for you, what's the best way to to find you? Is it on Instagram or is it is it via the the YouTube channel? Um, the most part where I'm most active is Instagram. Um, there I put out what will come or uh, what I plan or some uh, funny uh, funny things all about my channel or hockey in general. So there, there's the best uh, channel to see what happens uh, considering my my uh, channel if you look on my instagram you will not miss out what happens on my youtube account so to say cool, cool. Um, and i uh, uh, high up uh, i have actually uh, a link going directly to to the youtube channel if if they want to see what i've i've put out so to say cool cool and Obviously, the Brits are many things, but we're not the best at learning other languages. Um, I presume that some of it, some things will be, be in English as well as Swedish, or is it all? Yeah, um, um, I, that's the thing. Um, the things I do in English will always, uh, uh, if I have time, I text it, but it takes a really long time to do it. Uh, for respect of my Swedish followers and others. Uh, but um, knowing that I have people uh, looking, for example, from France, England, and so on, I, of course, want to do something so they can be a part and take a part of what I'm saying. So if, um, if I always have the time, I always try to at least text it in, in English. And that's the only language I can translate it to because I don't know any other uh, uh, language to uh, translate it to. So, but uh, for example, my UK series now will be um, five episodes, uh, four will be in English and one will be in Swedish. Right. Okay. Okay. So there's, yeah. there's pl- plenty for us to digest without having to take a, take a, a course. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, so, yeah. Yeah. So I will do. I do my very best to uh, do uh, have variation for all my viewers. Excellent. Um, and for example, if I have an episode in Swedish, I always write every information in English, so they at least can uh, read what I talk about. Cool. Cool. So. There you go, guys. Check it. Check it out. I will link it and share it on the story of the um, of the Instagram page once I once I, I've edited this podcast and put it out so people can see it as well and can. And Perfect. Um, if I I don't mean oh I excuse me if I interrupted you. No, no. On you go. Yeah, I just want to say this um, for if I'm allowed. Uh, that it will be, as I said, five episodes, and this time I will have four play, the different players, all from England, all English, and uh, it will be one elite series special. 
Okay. Uh, and and but the reason for me doing it in Sweden is is the main thing is to educate the Swedes about British hockey. Yeah, yeah, of course, and that makes that makes sense because your idea is to spread hockey to 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 everybody. So you you want to you want to you want to do that. Um, yeah. Um, by all means, don't feel free to stick with the English. You can get some Scots on there as well if you want. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, there'll be yeah, some, yeah. Some Scots. No, they'll understand them, but you know you can certainly get some Scots on there if you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, excellent. Now, um, one of the things that I I I'm quite into apart from hockey is is music. Um, and um, the last time I had a Finnish guy on, I asked him what is the sort of best sort of Scandinavian rock band to, to to check out um and he gave me something that wasn't rock i can't even remember what it was now um i've been listening to a guy called leo for a while but i think he's norwegian so what is your recommendation for 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 scandinavian rock uh, oh um rock i mean um for example uh, that that is not swedish but i have my personal uh, favorite um kind of rock is trash metal a uh, late 70s early 80s so mm. that was uh, what i uh, what i listened to uh, but to answer your question for a good swedish rock band uh, i would say mustache mustache about like a yeah. mustache like this mustache. yeah <laughs> <The> mustache. <laughs> yeah yeah perfect perfect that's great i will check that out in the car and probably really upset my fiance on the way to the shops after this um, <laughs> but, um, so, I would say it, it's it's uh, very it's absolutely not uh, trash metal but it's um, simple uh, he, he have his clear strong voice and it's uh, full blast it's like sinking ship he's going completely all the time you know brilliant it, sinking ship in a good way I, yeah. I used to say uh, fast music, you need to be a, like sinking ship. You need to go fast and all the time. <laughs> that's, that's another very good analogy. So um, yeah. so, so the idea is that if you go fast and all the time, then you get where you're going without fully sinking, presumably. Is that the... Yeah, just keep above the sea, uh, sea level. <laughs> Excellent. Really. Yeah. It's been an absolute joy actually talking to you once we finally got the sound sorted out at the start, obviously. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and um, I'm, I'm really pleased that you were able to just sort of fit this in so quickly um, after after we had a quick chat on Instagram. But is, is there anyone you want to give a, a shout out to and then you can kind of bully them into listening? Um. <laughs> um, actually, we have talked, uh, I thought I wanted to... Uh, take the opportunity to um, to uh, actually thank everybody uh, that have been so super kind to me, especially the people of uh, Great Britain. Uh, specifically, I want to say thank you to Scott Henderson of, for, for uh, that have played in Solway Sharks and and. Um, um, oh now I lost it in the Glasgow clan. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, uh, yeah. he's a fantastic guy, and uh, he have helped me a lot. And also um, Jonas Westerling uh, that have played in Sheffield uh, Steelers, 
and uh, Jonas Fredriksson that also have played in the Sheffield Steelers, Martin Grob uh, that they were head coach for for uh, Solway Sharks and uh, Great Britain U20 team, um, and also the assistant coach. Um, it have been so uh, kind, uh, welcoming, and uh, a, a lot of appreciation that I, I, um, uh, it means a lot for me because I put a lot of time into it. So it makes me really glad that uh, uh, people appreciate what I do. Brilliant, brilliant. I know, I know a couple of those, couple of those names. I've, I've not, I don't think I've met Scott, but he was in the GB University team, I think. The last time they went to to the world university games, um, and yeah. certainly um, had some not run-ins. That's the wrong word, but I've certainly um, spoken to Martin Grubb a few times. He's a very very good guy. I don't know the, the Sheffield Steelers one so much, but uh, you know it's always more as nearer me than than those. So I suppose that makes it a bit easier. Um, yeah, we have we have we have like kept contact ever since we talked on of or for the interview and. He have been really kind and um, and had been also other British, uh, mostly British uh, uh, followers, but also other players that have uh, cashed up and connected. So, uh, so I'm really glad. That's what I want to say. And and um, I knew all from the beginning as we started with. If I you said if I want to. And tell people to look it up. It would be the Swedes, you know. It takes so much time for them because they they just see what we have, and if people don't understand, they can be a bit afraid. But once they look at it, they are, will understand. It's really great, you know. Really, that's yeah. what I want to say. So uh, it's now uh, um, you will not lose anything to look at uh, something new. No, no, exactly. And you, all you can do is gain. And if you don't like yeah. it, well, you, you don't have to look at it again. But, you know, once you look at it the first time, you might enjoy it. So, um, yeah. So, so that, uh, that was my main thing when I started it. I understood it will take time for my uh, fellow Swedes to understand this. <laughs> so, so that's what I, I expected. I expected it, so yeah. Brilliant, brilliant. Well, it, it has been. It's an absolute joy to have had you on the on the podcast for for a special, the seventieth episode of the BIHA podcast as well. Oh, fantastic! So, um, for for our for our sins, we've we've been doing this. I think we're, during lockdown, to be fair, there was a lot of sort of ropey episodes where we just shoehorned them in because we didn't have anything else to do but yeah episodes now and it's great to have you on the first episode of 2022 as well um and um yeah so thank you so much for coming on and it's been it's been great chatting to you yeah the same to you and uh hope you like the mustache and uh, i i really really appreciate everything and i'm super glad that i could be a part of the podcast cheers thanks